Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. The three mics are going nowhere. Nowhere in particular. That's right. Nowhere in particular. Cabinet Curiosities to be exact. Come see the three mics live on stage on Sunday, November 12th, and nowhere in particular, Cabinet of Curiosities in Kettering, Ohio. Get your tickets and all your info at www.the3mics.com. The three mics live at nowhere in particular. Sunday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets now. right in the just, just, just right in there. You guys remember that guy that was on the local news several times? You remember that chick that like, we wondered if she was fake when she like, she sent us both friend requests on Facebook in the same day. Yes. So she's a real person. Oh. She's pretty cool, it seems like. Okay. But she just made a post about how she wants to find a local photographer to help her. Uh, hey, we know one of those. Yeah, help her shoot for her. We know, we, we know a lot of those. For her OnlyFans content. So oh. I was just like, I'm actually a well-renowned photographer. Why is your wiener out? No, you're <laughs> goddamn busy. I can count on one hand the number of times I've had good sex, and most of those times were with that one hand. I used heroin for two years early on in my adulthood. I only used it for one year, though. First year was awesome. I have a dream catcher hanging above my bed. It's just a picture of my future children. Because once you have kids, your dreams don't matter anymore. The writer strikes over. Yeah, so now they can do whatever now. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Um, they can at least, uh, like, James Gunn was like, oh, we're, I'm now in the process of writing Peacemaker Season 2, and everyone's like, mm, you've been working on that for a while. You're just allowed to talk about it now. <laughs> well, there Okay, here's the thing. Was he allowed to write in private? He's not supposed to. But can you stop somebody from thinking? No. Yeah, that's what I'm like. That's why I'm like. It's one of those. It's just one of those. It's like. <laughs> you can't go in the production. Just don't, don't get. It's one of those. Just don't get caught. That's so weird yeah. to think about that. It's like, because you're like, I have ideas. It's a, it's a solidarity thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get it. And he's and you got to remember, too, James Gunn's in a, is in kind of a precocious position because he's technically a studio head. Yeah. So that's why, that's why, like, when you go and look back at all the stuff with the strikes, everyone's giving him shit because he never said anything. Mm-hmm. He's not allowed to. He can't. He's on both sides. He's... Yeah, so the best thing for him to do was to just say nothing, um, you know, because like, cause his wife was, because she's just an actor. I didn't know she, I didn't know she was a... Yeah, so have you seen, have you seen Peacemaker? No. Okay, so she's been in Peace, she was in Peacemaker, she was in The Suicide Squad. She hasn't been acting, she doesn't have like a ton of acting credits, but like she's, but like she did, she was really good in Peacemaker. She had a bit part in Guardians 3. Um. What part were? It was when they're when they're in the the weird fleshy space station. She's the one who's like all yellow. Who's like she's like a receptionist or looking working oh, security yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, that's his wife. Um, but she's just an actor. Like she's not a studio head or anything. So she was out there. Um, just you know, James couldn't. 
It was it was a it's a weird position to be in, you know. That would be really really weird. So I'm like looking her up. Um, she's good. She's funny. She's really good in Peacemaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Now. Yeah, Jennifer Holland. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll see. And and uh, this pat and so this is the first week back with all the late night hosts, including John Oliver, had his first episode back on Sunday. Uh, since the writer strikes over. No, he got it by fast too. Yeah, he he was ready to go, um, and it was it was it was as if he hadn't lost a step. I mean, his whole main story was was fantastic, but the whole first half of the show because there's nothing because there's nothing else really on right now, so he got to do a forty minute episode. Mm-hmm. The first twenty minutes are just ripping on like everything that's happened in the time that he's been off the air, and he kept trying to transition into a story about. Well, it was obviously it was a bit, but yeah. the bit was that he keeps trying to transition into a story about Italy and keeps getting going back to the Lauren, Bo- Lauren Bober shit. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? Now I don't have time to talk about fucking Italy anymore because I'm too busy talking about her getting a grope job at fucking Beetlejuice. You know, I don't like that movie. The Michael Keaton Beetlejuice? Yeah. Really? I don't know. I just never... Really? Huh. Yeah, it just wasn't like I don't know. Maybe I watched it too when I was too young to like appreciate it. Sure, but I just I never. I was like, this is just stupid. Huh? I love that movie. I don't. I don't <clears throat> yeah, that's like I mean, that's other than Batman. That's like my first exposure to Michael Keaton. Um, it's the first time I ever heard the word "fuck" in a movie because it was rated PG, and he says screams "nice fucking model." Does he really? <laughs> yeah, and my mom. My mom is like, oh, shit. Well. Five-year-old Mike just heard that. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. And, and like, I don't like that movie in Little Monsters. Um, I have like vague flashbulb childhood memories of seeing Little Monsters, but I couldn't tell you anything that <laughs> have, happens in that I have, like, movie. Random dreams about it. Twirling. Really? Yeah. I remember a dude with blue skin. That's that's the that is the end that is the period on the end of the sentence of what i know about that movie it's just weird and those two those two i feel like co- like i don't like it and i feel like they just coincide with one another i mean they're kind of they're kind of of the same era aren't yeah they? <clears throat> that weird gothic goofy silly horror comedy that's both appealing to kids and not at the same time but like i don't like edward Sitterhands. um i think it's a good movie i don't think it's Tim Burton's greatest. I think it's good. I don't like uh, what's uh, Night Nightmare Before Christmas. You shut the fuck up. Sir. I don't like it. That I is, don't it's, like it. Look on that wall right there. I know. What the fuck at all? Nothing. nothing. The music. Nothing. Nothing. You're insane. I know. And I was molested as a child, so I feel like <laughs> it should be right up my alley. Just joking. I wasn't. <laughs> Home is where the laughs are, so come on out to my very own house for the third annual Homegrown Humor House Comedy Show, Sunday, October 29th. Come see everyone's favorite single-named comic, Vander, featuring Layla Ingalls and special guest Matthew Zane, hosted by me, Mr. Mike Shea. Homegrown Humor on Sunday, October 29th at 7.30 p.m. at my house. Follow us on Instagram at home.grown.humor or go to gemcitycomedy.com for tickets and info. Dude, I've been fucking, I have not been writing hardly anything so at all right now. I, I, and I haven't seen you since I did this, but um, after 
it was either after Wiley's the other day or it was at, it was around that time. I don't know. I, I'd be getting frustrated with my writing process like because I wasn't writing stuff as much and what I was wasn't working. So I finally just went back to square one. I went over to Dollar Tree and I bought a fucking brand new notebook and some pens. And I'm just going back to doing how I did it when I was 16. And it's been working a lot better. Yeah. I've been a lot. I've been enjoying what I've been writing a lot more. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I wrote one. It's literally. And this is kind of it's first joke about my kid. That's kind of true. My two year old is talking. And whenever he farts, he says he poops. <laughs> and whenever he poops, he says he shits. <laughs> <laughs> or I might change it. Whenever he poops, he says the N word. <laughs> or when he poops, he says, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've written. But it's true though. Right now, whenever he poops, he says he farts. When he farts, he says he, he poops. Poop. When he farts, he says he poops. <laughs> I pooped. I was like, no, you farted. That's hysterical. <laughs> I love that. That's what he does. He's like, poop. I was like, <laughs> you farted. We tried something at a uh, at a writing session today over at Nifcock, uh, where we we asked Chat B Chat GPT to give us a prem uh, just a, a topic of conversation not for a joke just a topic of conversation and we free wrote for five minutes and it gave us technology and our daily lives Jesus Christ um we all went in some wildly different directions technology are different uh, yeah but I will say I think everybody wrote <coughs> something uh fucking hilarious I, I was waiting till Vander got here to tell this story but I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you now um so uh Tim Purvis was there. No oh, Jesus, uh, and and so we're all getting ready to do the free writing thing, and, and Nolan's about to hit start on the timer, and we look over, and Tim doesn't have a pen or paper or anything, and we're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I mean, I got, I did, you know, like Tim, how Tim talks. I didn't think, I didn't realize we were going to actually be like, you know, writing." And we were like, "It's called a writing meetup," so, yeah. and I, I, he was like, "Yeah, I didn't know we were actually. I thought we were just going to be like just shooting the shit. I didn't know we were actually going to be writing shit." And I couldn't stop myself. And I said, you know, Tim, maybe you should consider doing some writing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Everyone fucking laughed. Tim Tim laughed in such a way that it was like, I don't know if you're doing a bit or if you're being a dick. And I was like, I'm sorry, buddy. I couldn't fucking resist. But in the back of my head, I was like, seriously, Tim, try writing. Try writing. <laughs> try writing. So somebody tore out a piece of paper for him. Yeah. And they were like, try. This and you know drawing. what? And you know what? <laughs> it wasn't the best stuff I'd ever heard. But it was funnier than some other shit I've heard him say. So I'm like, Jesus, Tim, try writing. <laughs> you ever wonder, though, is like technology in modern day society. Is that what it was? No, it was just, it was just like technology and your daily life. So like I, I ended up I ended up free writing a bit about like why I have my phone glued to my hand, glued to my hand all the fucking time. And it kind of went and I'm also I'm also high as fuck. So but so it all, I kind of went on a weird train of thought. But I liked where it ended, and I liked how I, 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 it, ma it made a table full of comedians laugh at the end. I think so. it's cool that my alarm clock is also my porn machine. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, here, I'll, I'll read you what I wrote. Um, so what I what I wrote was my phone's always glued to my hand because uh, and the idea is like I'm doing this at, a, at an open mic or something. Uh, is uh, oh yeah, is, right. is you know this whole show before I came up here, I was reading the Wikipedia page for carbon fiber. Um, I don't know why, but do any of us know why we read half the shit we do on Wikipedia? Uh, and you can like, you know, talk about goofy Wikipedia rabbit holes. Um, and then uh, I, I like to be plugged in. I like to know what's going on. It's the 2023 version of being a gossipy bitch. Mm -hmm. um, it's because I love people, but I hate being around them. 
Like, I want to know all about why you and your friend are fighting, but I'm not going to meet you at a Starbucks to talk about it. Just Snapchat me, you dick. Yeah. I want to know from a distance. Yeah. Like, I want to be a stalker. Yeah. But, like, like, a stalker that you know I'm stalking I'm a you. stalker that cares. Like, I'm stalking you because I care about you, and I just want to make sure you're doing okay. I want to stalk you but like it at the same time. Yeah. Like, I want I want, I want, I want to, like... I want to stalk you with it, with green flags. Like I want to stalk you in the daylight. Yeah. <laughs> like technology. I want you to know I'm following. I rely you. on technology so much. The only way I can come is if my dick is if my phone is vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Have you seen? And the answer is probably no. Um, have you seen the videos of the guys who like, or people or like the friends who like control? Uh, a girl's like vibrator or something with their phone out in public. Yeah, have me, you seen my that? Wife, me and my wife have one of those. Did you really? Yeah, we have one of those. Uh, she doesn't use it forever. She probably hates. I say it. I talk about it, <laughs> but she has one. We used it on vacation. Did we you? haven't done that since we've had a kid. You just went out in public and we're yeah, fucking like with we were her? on vacation and she'd be like, I just fucking hit it and she'd be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, there was a video of a girl. She had one. She was in the fucking like Starbucks drive-through, and she like screen recorded her phone and like maxed it out and tried to see if she could get through the whole drive-through without coming. And if you've ever been in a Starbucks drive-through, that's a long fucking wait. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, it is weird that you can't control that from a phone now. Yeah, right. It's fucking weird. Like how much cum is on phones? <laughs> like, do you realize how much coming like? Like the app store is responsible for. I, I think it's weird that I use the same thing I use to check my bank account is also the same thing I jerk off. On. That's right. <laughs> like you can you use your phone for like now that you can store your card on it. So like like you can meet somebody on Tinder. You can use your phone for literally every aspect of your entire dating life. Yeah, because you, you can, can you can pay for your meal. You can yes meet her. Yep, pay for your meal. Mm-hmm. And it just and you can uh, use you can use the the tap to pay thing yeah. to go buy condoms exactly like it's, <laughs> and Plan B because yeah. look let's be honest like it's it's one of those things it's like you literally like you could just have your phone do fucking whatever like you I can record you can record the fucking yeah <laughs> like I don't even have a computer anymore like I'm only like like it's weird because like now I have to watch I watch videos like this instead of yeah. like. The, like that's why whenever you go to the movie theater now, they have that uh, little preview at the beginning. It's like where the where the video is zoomed in really tiny. And it's like don't watch your your movies on a screen this big. Watch them on a screen this big. It's just it's weird. Like yeah, the fact that we do everything. I think it just boils down to like our phones. Well, I remember I remember when that remember that very first Droid that Verizon had the black brick looking one. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember when that first came out and I had friends who literally got rid of their laptops. I I don't have a computer. Yeah, cuz they were like and this is and this is the 2008 yeah. 2009 droid like I had that phone. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't have anything like that for, but anyway, um yeah, people but I had friends who were just like I don't need a computer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Clearly that's where, like, we're so, like, phones are so wild, we actually have watches on our wrists to tell us when our, we're missing our phones. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking wildest thing to think about. It is. It, it's that The Apple Watch is, I look at that as both truly the uh, just the pinnacle of where we are with communication technology, but also that's fucking sad. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. It completely is. Like, it's fucking, but... 
It's weird. So if my wife sends me something mm-hmm. and it's like a picture of her tits or something like that, nice. she rarely ever does. The picture will pop up on my watch. Okay. And I'm like, fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you gotta be very careful. Like what pops up. Oh, but I was explaining that we, we were explaining that to my mom over the weekend. My, my brother and I went over for dinner and, uh, we were, cause she, you know, she doesn't fuck around with stuff like that. So she was asking us, like, 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 what Snapchat really is for? And I was like, yeah, nowadays you use it for, you know, you you can get entertainment news on there. Like, there's fun, there's, you know, so, but like, yeah, it was started so people could trade nudes without them getting like shared. Yeah, it was, you know, it was when the high schools were having the outbreak of girls sending titty pics or guys sending dick pics and them getting shared throughout the entire school. Now it was, here's this thing where you send the picture, they look at it, it goes away. If they screenshot it, you get a notification about it. Like that's the whole reason that was created. Don't let anyone tell you any fucking different. The three mics are going nowhere. Nowhere in particular. That's right. Nowhere in particular. Cabinet curiosities to be exact. Come see the three mics live on stage on Sunday, November 12th, and nowhere in particular, Cabinet of Curiosities in Kettering, Ohio. Get your tickets and all your info at www.the3mics.com. The three mics live at nowhere in particular. Sunday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets now. right in the just, just, just right in there. You guys remember that guy that was on the local news several times? You know, I actually, I had a guy when I worked at, I, there was a guy I worked with when I worked at Walmart who actually reminds me a lot of Ray. They could be fucking related for all <laughs> I know. His name was Fred. He was an old black guy and he, he bootlegged the fuck out of Hollywood. Hell yeah. This man had a setup in his garage of this old, like, beige from the 90s, late, two, late 90s, early 2000s computer, right? And uh, they had like the the purple plastic see through and shit, and he would just get fucking. He had a buddy that like worked at like a movie theater and would just fucking like get all these movie, you know, rip all these movies when they would come to the theater, and he would just burn them onto DVDs out the ass, and then he would take them to work and sell them to everybody for three bucks a pop, including like the fucking store manager. Hell yeah. Who just, Dude, who would, who would everybody walk, was about that who, crime. Who would just walk into the break room and be like, hey, Fred, you got that new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy there movie? Because it was like when the first one came out. And oh so, my God. But, he would, but, but then but we got an hour for lunch. And so every day he would go get his lunch and he'd set up in the break room with a little portable DVD player and just would just watch a fucking movie for an hour. Jesus. It was the best, man. What a man. fucking gangster. I he hope was he's still doing bet. really well. I hope so, too. Fred was the bet. We lost touch after I got fired, and then I moved up here, um, and we lost touch. Fred was the fucking man. Like, he was one of, like, three guys that worked in the pharmacy. Like, like that man knew that store backwards and forwards. Like, he was the fucking best. He was, and, but he reminds and me a lot of And most of his Fred. income came from selling bootleg came from DVDs. selling bootleg DVDs <laughs> to the staff of a Walmart. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Dude, Jerry Walton walked in one time and bought motherfucking the <laughs> most recent Mission Posh, Mission Impossible. And then people would come to him with like requests, like, "Hey, you remember that movie Tombstone with Val oh, yeah, Kilmer? Old movies? Yeah, he, he would that be R. He, Kelly Pitt. <laughs> what? He? Oh no, no, no! There were guys in the garden center and one of the dudes on the janitor staff that were getting him to get them porn. Oh yeah, I'm not oh, even well, fucking yeah. kidding. Comes yeah. with the territory. Yeah. Oh, of course. 
I would, that's, I why been H, that's why HD DVD lasted so long. You yeah. know that, right? Oh, yeah. Because they were originally, they were the ones that were like between HD DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. HD DVD. Yeah. That's and what, then, that's all we, well, here, and, and we learned that when I was in college too, was, was like what's driven communications, both law and technology over the last like 50 years? Porn. Mm-hmm. Like, like ho- all your, all your video, like all the video players on. Yeah. All of it's because of porn. Yeah, that's what literally Damn drives them. The 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 the, in, the the industry tends to go for which one of the porn studios using, because they're able to crank out so much shit in such a fast period <laughs> of time. I know, right? Crank out. So like that. That's bear the come a lot and so much shit. Uh huh. But that's what did it. That's what got uh, home video, like home cassettes. The home cassettes were not taking off at first. Then the porn industry got into what if? Because you used to be you had to go to a porn theater. You couldn't get porn at home, so man, once Pee Wee Herman could have just never got arrested, man. So once once those became a thing, that's when the the movie industry was like, oh, there's money to because they were they were like, well, then why will anybody ever go to the theater to see our movies if they can just watch them at home? Then they realized how much money there was to be made in home rentals. Can you imagine going to a porn theater? Mm-mm. No, it'd be weird. Do they not exist anymore? I'm sure they do. I mean, there's a peep show in downtown Dayton for crying out loud. It's a peep show. Yeah. Where? One of the blue buildings. Blue buildings. What? One of the blue buildings. Where? Because you've got the sex shop, and then you got across the street between the two bars. Oh, it's in the Oregon. It's in the Oregon. Okay. Yeah. So where oh, you, it does say peep show, doesn't there's it? There's a peep show. Yeah, it's an actual fucking peep show. Oh, yeah. I, I know what, what you're you, talking about. What do you I do haven't, at a peep show? I, I haven't gone. What do you do at a peep show? You slide money into a slot, and a girl dances for you behind glass while you sit in a chair and watch and jerk off. Have you not seen Boondock Saints? Yeah, it's in Boondock Saints. It's, it's the gr- second boon time Boondock Saints has been brought up to me today. Oh, dude, that movie fucking rules. It does rule. Boondock Saints 2. Not so much. It's okay. It's Weird different. Ending. It's it's funny. But it's because you've got, what's his name? Uh, the Hispanic dude. My favorite line, I'm going to drop the F word, is fucking oh, yeah. William Defoe. What do you think? I am a fag. Yeah. <laughs> when he said they're cuddling with the gay the guy. guy. Yeah. I'm like, it's the best fucking like the self-hating gay man. Yeah. Oh, he's so fucking good in that movie. <laughs> it's like uh, the best line. Cause you're just like, what the fuck did you just say? That's going to be my next, uh, while I'm at work without shit to do, I'm going to pull up boondock scenes and watch it. You absolutely fucking should. That movie is so worth the rewatch. I haven't, I've literally haven't watched it since I was like 14. Or 15 oh, I watch it every St. Patrick's day. Nice. Because there's no other fucking St. Patrick's Day movies yeah. to watch. Well, they have it on. I remember they have it on TBS or something like that. Uh-huh. So I'm like, it's fucking edited. I own. So I own it. So it's. I'll just fucking watch it. But that movie's fucking. That's. Serious. They keep saying they're gonna do a third one, but Norman Reedus is too expensive right now. Because he's also too busy making. Doesn't he have his own spinoff of Walking Dead now? Yeah. No, that was his face. It's just an actor. On Sean Patrick Flannery. It's yeah. an actor on soap operas. He does that. He was in uh, season three of The Boys for a little bit. Um, he uh, he does some other stuff here and there, and he's just not in shape either. I mean, he'd have to really get back in shape. I'm not saying they couldn't do it, but also at this point, it's just like I think I don't think anybody cares. What's his face dead too? Oh, Billy Connolly. Yeah, well, he's not dead, but he's dying. I thought he was dead. He's like, no, but he's not in good health. Yeah, um, he hasn't been in good health for a long time. But he well, no, but he dies in the second movie. Does Remember, he, he dies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he dies, so it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, I'd watch it if they said they were putting out a third Boondock Saints. I'd oh, watch I totally it. watch yeah. it, especially with the with the with the run Norman Reedus has been on. 
No, my my favorite my favorite joke in any of them is in the second one when they're when they're getting their new guns and uh oh, fuck, what is what is the Hispanic dude's name in that movie? I can't think of it. Fuck. It, but anyway, he uh he finds the the guns that have the Mexican flag on them and they're like got like the gold silencer and shit and they're making fun of him. And he turns to the gun dealer and he's like, "Come on, do these make me look gay?" And the guy goes, "You look like you might have seen one up close." And then you just hear one of the brothers in the back go, "Ha!" I don't recognize his name, but apparently it's Clifton Collins Jr. Yes, yeah, he's been in a ton of shit. He's in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I feel like I, I can picture his face. He's I one of the. He's one of the vegan police. The name didn't fucking. He's, yeah, he's, the, he's in a ton of shit. Yeah, he was in like the J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek. I mean, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. The three mics are going nowhere. Nowhere in particular. That's right. Nowhere in particular. Cabinet curiosities to be exact. Come see the three mics live on stage on Sunday, November 12th at Nowhere in Particular, Cabinet of Curiosities in Kettering, Ohio. Get your tickets and all your info at www.the3mics.com. The three mics live at Nowhere in Particular. Sunday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets now. right in the just, just, just right in there. You guys remember that guy that was on the local news several times? 